Hey guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time and I appreciate you being here. And if you like any of my content, please share with your friends. I will greatly appreciate it. So today is Sunday, May 9th, 2021. And today we are celebrating Mother's Day. And so I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about it and um, share my experience of being a mom. But first, you know, when you are on social media, you see so many different quotes about moms and stuff like that, which I think is so amazing. And um, I want to quote one of my friends who has an Instagram account and um, we're going to name her the Ice Queen because that's what she has her name on Instagram. And um, she knows who she is, girl. I love you. And I love this message. So I am going to start by quoting her um, Instagram. It says, as mothers, we give our bodies, our sanity, and our privacy to the craziest little critters. On rare occasions, these munchkins will give you glimpse into what they will become and it scares the shit out of you. You wonder if you did all you could, if they know God enough, if they are fulfill, fulfilled, excuse me, and if they will be okay as they navigate life on their own. This thing called motherhood is not an easy journey. But it sure is worth every step. Happy Mother's Day. And that kind of sums everything up all in a ball about moms. And, you know, I know that there are a lot of dads out there who are hands-on dads. But for the most part, mothers are the nurturers, right? We kind of are there for them when they hurt themselves and we baby them because their knee is scraped and things like that. And so, um, you know, I think that's why a lot of people kind of gear towards, you know, more towards the mom. And then again, there are single moms too, who play both parts, right? So, um, anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience of being a mom I think that, again, like my friend, Miss Ice Queen said, you know, it is not an easy journey. To me, it is the toughest job that you will have, right? However, it is the most rewarding job. Because when you go back and you look at all your struggles, all the things that you did to make sure that you are raising good children and then you look forward and you see the fruits of your labor there is no better satisfaction than you seeing the fruits of your labor and how wonderful and great that your children are right and so I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about my experience so as a mom you know, I raised two children. Now, everybody's in a different season, right? Um, for me, I am 
and I am called what I'm calling myself is a seasoned mom. <laughs> I don't think there is such a thing as a season, but I'm making that up. And for me, I'm a seasoned mom, right? So the seasoned mom is the mom who has older children who are out the house and you are seeing them live their dream. You are seeing them live all the things that they are working towards for a better future for themselves and their family if they have family, right? And so then you have the beginning seasons where you're starting a family where you have toddlers in your house, where you feel like, oh my God, I need sleep. I need some sleep. <laughs> so that's the beginning season, right? And then you have the middle season. And what is the middle season? Let's see. Let's see if you can tell. The middle season is that teenage season. That season in where you are going crazy because the teenagers think that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. They give you attitude. They think they know it all. They want to get away from you. They don't want you near them. They don't want you kissing on them. <laughs> They're too grown for all of that, you know? And uh, that season, let me tell you something. It is the hardest season that you can be in because of the fact that the children feel, I mean, the teenagers, right? Because these at this middle stage is the teenagers. And so the teenagers feel like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And although they're trying to figure themselves out, they're trying to figure out who they want to be. They're trying to figure out what's going on with all these hormones and all these crazy things that are going on in their body. You know, you have to try and no matter what, be there for them and, and then give them their space at the same time, right? Because it's hard to put too much pressure on them, but then you don't, you don't want to let them do whatever the hell they want and run amok either, right? For those of you who are in that middle season and that beginning stages, let me just tell you that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it is going to be okay. Motherhood does not come with a book. It does not come with a manual. A lot of the times, you know, we go... And we go by experience, right, of what we experience with our parents. So what we experience, you know, with whoever raised us, right? And some of them are good and some of them are bad. And then uh, some of them you still want to incorporate, right? And then they have like certain things, like some people feel like they were spanked too much, right? And they feel that, you know, they don't want to spank their kids or they feel like they don't want to yell at their kids, that they want to be able to talk to their kids and leave it at that and not scream at them, right? Some people are traumatized by that. Some people are traumatized, traumatized by the chancleta. <laughs> For those of you that are not Spanish <laughs> and don't know 
What is the chancleta? The chancleta are a flip-flop, right? And and I'm, I was just about to say flip-flop. <laughs> Long story short, we were in uh, Walmart, my daughter and I, and we went to go buy flip-flops for the beach. And, um, you know, we had a hard time. It wasn't scanning. And... The person who was helping us, instead of them putting, you know, they, they had to manually enter in the information. So instead of them putting in the information flip flop, they put flip flap. And we were like, what the, what the hell is going on here? But anyway, let me go back to my story. <laughs> so have been, you know, one of those children who had to deal with the chancleta and, you know, being hit or whatever, you know, some people don't want to do that. I I saw somewhere on, on social media that someone said, if you were hit by a chancleta, you're traumatized, you have issues. And I'm like, it's really not that serious. It's really not that serious. <laughs> they were kind of trying to put order in your life. Okay. <laughs> because if you got hit a lot, that means that you were pain in the ass. Okay. And I'm not talking about abuse now. Abuse is a whole different story, right? Which is something not to play around with. But what I'm talking about when I say a chancleta, you know, when you got that here and there, chancletazo, it's because you deserved it, right? And you wasn't paying attention, you wasn't listening, and and whatever the case may be. But anyway, <laughs> again, parenthood is hard. There is no manual. And yet, after you've gone through those beginning stages, the middle stages, and now into your season stage, I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, being a single mom, man, I look back and look at all those sacrifices that I did to make sure that my kids got what they needed, got um, a, a different quality life, right? Now, if you, if this is the first time you're hearing my podcast, if you go back, I'm originally from New York and, um, I'm from the, from the South Bronx, which is a tough area in, in New York. Right. But that doesn't mean that I didn't make a difference that just because I was brought up in the hood doesn't mean that, you know, I didn't, I didn't go out there and go and get my education. I didn't, you know, that I, I made a difference. I didn't stay in the streets. I didn't do, you know, things. Yes. I, I went through my little path where, you know, I, I was not listening. I was doing shit. I shouldn't have been doing, but yet again, as a teenager, you go through those things that you are looking to how do you say that? You're, you're kind of looking for your niche, right? You're kind of looking for where you belong, right? Um, but I got to tell you, I look back and I say, geez, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I was able to survive. I was able to provide, right, for my children. Now, I'm not going to say that my kid's father was absent, absent, because he wasn't absent, absent, right? 
And what I mean absent, absent, that means that nowhere to be found. He's ghost, right? My kid's father did provide uh, monetary money, which is the child support. At a certain stage, it was a small amount. It wasn't a lot, but he did provide. So I will give him credit where credit is due. He did come around every now and then. Um, I tried to keep the communication open for them. And I never told my kids that they could never go see their dad. Now, again, I moved from New York. I went, I lived in New York. We moved here. My son was 10 and my daughter was 13. Well, my son was nine and my daughter was 12. Sorry. And it was tough. It was tough because they weren't ready for that. Right. But I felt like I needed to do this move to give them a different life, to give them something different and um, different than what I, I was raised, how I was raised. Right. And there's nothing wrong with the way that I was raised. I'm just saying that, you know, it was, it was a tougher environment. Right. And, um, so anyway, like I said, I gave, I'm giving my kid's father credit where credit is due. Um, and, but for the most part, 90% was me on my own helping my children out. Right. And so I had to figure out, you know, how to deal with their emotions I had to figure out how to deal with them, disciplining them, because when you're a single parent, you need to discipline your children, but then you feel guilty. Yo, if you don't feel guilty, and it probably happens to, you know, the two parent household too, but I had to scold my kids and get on their ass. Like, get on them. Like, you are not going to do this. And that's it. Plain and simple. Right? And um, and then I would feel bad because I would scream at them. I was stressed out. You know, trying to handle everything. Being a single mom. Working. Um, you know, taking care of them. Doing my little side hustle. Because I've always been a hustler. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was, it, it was just a lot a lot for me, you know, trying to, trying to work with their emotions. First of all, again, we moved from New York to Florida and, you know, it it was, I uprooted my kids within a year and I was like, that's it. You know, it was after 9-11. And if you haven't heard that podcast, you can go back and listen to that, um, that podcast about 9-11. And, you know, I said, listen, I want to give my kids a change in their life. I don't want to have to be looking over my shoulder all the time, being scared that, you know, we're going to be bombed in the train and things like that. Right. And so. And so, you know. It was not easy. I, I look back and I think about the times, the rough times that I had with my daughter as she was a teenager and she was starting to become a teenager, right? Cause she was 12. My daughter has that characteristics like her mama. She <laughs> is very independent and she has a strong personality just like her mom. 
right? So we kind of clashed during the times of her being a teenager where, you know, she wanted to be independent and I would tell her, uh, excuse me, ma'am, I rule this house here and this is how things are going to go, right? And so we would clash a lot, you know, but I am so grateful that through it all, I would tell my daughter and my son as well, I am your mother and I am not your friend. There will be a time in your life where you and I will be friends, where we will be able to sit down and have conversations of things that, you know, whatever. But in the meantime, I am your parent and you need to respect me as your parent, right? I have my kids. I told my kids, listen, you could talk to me about anything that you want to talk to me about. We can have a nice conversation about what you're going through, whatever the situation is, blah, blah, blah. So I said, you know, this is how it is. And, you know, they didn't like it. And frankly, I really didn't care because I told them, you know what? It is what it is. When you get older, you will thank me. You will appreciate. <laughs> you will appreciate all the times that I was a pain in your ass. All the times that you hated me. All the times that you would say, ah, why can't she say yes? You know? And eventually, you know, they understood, you know, what, what it was to have to listen to their parent and stuff like that, right? And so, you know, I'm glad that I got through it. I'm glad that they got through it <laughs> because it wasn't easy. And, you know, it's hard because you have to, you have to play, I guess, devil's advocate. You have to be the mom and the dad and you have to discipline and then you also have to nurture them, right? So I'm playing the part of the strong mom and also being the nurturing mom, which was a little difficult at times, right? But through it all, I wanted to make sure that my children were able to also be able to experience things in life, right? So I would give them some kind of leeway so that they can make their own mistakes. And this is so important. At least for me, it was so important because as a young person myself, obviously, right? My mom used to have such a tight hold on me and you know, then I started to explore things and do things that I shouldn't have, you know, like, you know, do some things with friends and things like that. And it became an issue, right? And so I wanted my children to be able to make their own mistakes. So you want them to be able to experience certain things because they need to learn, right? from their mistakes. Now, I mean, don't give them all the leeway in the world and let them do whatever the heck they want and have them run amok. Cause that's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. 
But you know, you also can't cover them forever. You can't have them like blinded by what's going on in this world. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. And so, you know, I gave my kids some kind of leeway. I was strict in certain areas um, of their life. But I have to say, overall, I am so grateful. I am so grateful that I look back and I see my children and what they are accomplishing right now. And I have to say that I am blessed to be their mama. When I look back and I see all the struggles that we went through, you know, uplifting them from New York, going, coming here to Florida, changing of schools, getting new friends, you know, trying to watch for certain things and certain friends and kind of talking to them about so many different things. You know, I try to make sure that when I was raising my children, that I was open with them about a lot of things, right? One of them being, you know, sex, about the the consequences behind having sex at a young age and the STDs and all these other things. Honey, I even showed them pictures on the internet. I spoke to them about drugs, you know, being a single parent, you kind of have to you know, bring in all these kind of tools and stuff like that. And then again, like I said, I nurtured them on one side and I was strict on certain things on another side, but I also wanted them to be able to experience things and know that there are consequences to everything that they do. And this is something I would tell my kids all the time. There are consequences to your actions. If you do something bad, you're going to get a bad consequence, right? If you do something good, then you'll get good consequences. And so, you know, I think that I maybe, maybe not. <laughs> they probably will come, probably hear me in the back of, of their mind saying, okay, if I do this, what is my mom going to think? You know, what is she going to do or whatever? And Again, parenthood doesn't come with a book. Being a single mom is not easy. And even when you have both parents at home, it's not easy. Because one person is raised one way and another person is raised another way. And you got to kind of combine that parenthood, right? And it's not easy. But along the way, you kind of learn how to deal with things together. But anyway, through it all, you know, the tough times, the move from New York to Florida, the attitudes I would get from these kids, the times that I would feel so guilty because, you know, I, I, I had to scream at them. I had to discipline them. Or whatever the situation was that wasn't something that I, I really wanted to do, but I felt I had to. I can honestly say that I look at my children and I say, 
you did a good job. <laughs> it may not have been perfect. Um, but overall, you know, I am so grateful. Um, but overall, I am so grateful that they are good adults. Overall, I am grateful that I am grateful that they are my children, that God gave me them to raise. They have such great hearts. They are very respectful. Thanks to the chancleta. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I tell them that all the time. But guys, I cannot be any more prouder of my children than I am today. I am so grateful to be their mom, to represent them as their mom. And I love them. And I am so glad. I am so glad to be their mom. Guys, if you are, if you are in a stage where you feel like you can't no more, just trust the process, trust the process. And if you need an outlet, go to someone that you can trust. And if you feel like you don't have anybody in your circle you can trust, then go outside. Go and talk to a therapist. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's make it normal to go and talk to a therapist. There is nothing wrong with that. Or maybe confide in someone at church. Or maybe someone who you kind of feel close to, right? Sometimes God brings people in your path and you don't even know it, but they bring them there for a reason, maybe to help you through a process, right? But again, I just wanted to leave this quick message about Mother's Day and appreciating your mom and all the sacrifices that she has done for you. All the things that, you know, you may not understand until you are older or you may not understand until you become a parent and you see the tough things that she had to go through in, a, in order to get, to get you to where you need to be. And I hope that you are able to and I know that there are several people who don't have good relationships with their parents because of abuse or because of other things. And that's the exception to the rule. But for the most part, if your mom has been there for you, if your mom has helped you along the way, please, please 
tell her thank you. Don't wait until she passes away. Anyway, thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you for listening to my mother moment. And um, I'm wiping my tears now. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so, so much for joining me today. I hope that my little story here about mother, Mother's Day really resonated with you. And again, I hope to have more people on talking about their journeys and their successes behind those broken journeys as well. Anyway, until next time. Bye, guys.